On the Choose to Think podcast, I will encourage and empower you to engage and optimize your best thought life in practical, meaningful ways so that you can live day by day in joy, peace, and God's purpose despite all externals. This is Victoria, and welcome back to the Choose to Think podcast. I'm so glad you're here. everybody and welcome to the choose to think podcast i'm victoria and i am so glad you're here i say that every single time and i mean it from the bottom of my heart i could not thank you enough for your support and your kind words your messages that you send me your shout outs the texts. I, I got the sweetest note from Mariana Rogers just yesterday. It was a text message. I'd, I'd love to read it to you if I can scroll down here and find it. She, I, I have her permission, permission to do so. And she just spoke life to me in a matter of a few words. And she was going to write a written review for me. And she wrote two. All right. That's just like Mariana. She's like over the top. I'm going to do it right. Matter of fact, Mariana is a grief recovery specialist and she appeared the first season on the podcast. And you might want to go back and check out that episode with her, especially if you've experienced any loss in your life this past year or recently. She gives tools and tips and tricks and validation and affirmation on how to really handle grief. And she's so sensitive to the topic. It will encourage your heart and bless your heart, I think, especially if you're struggling right now in terms of personal loss. So I would encourage you to do that. It's Mariana Rogers. I'll try to drop the link to her particular episode in the show in the show notes. But this is what she says. She says, as a specialist for the grief recovery method, I recognize that during these last years of the pandemic, people are living with more despair, fear, and hopelessness than at any other time in my life. By practicing 2 Corinthians 10.5 and taking every thought captive, Victoria has truly transformed her life. She is living proof that if we diligently obey God's word, we will be made new creatures in him. I'm thrilled that Victoria is sharing her journey with me and everyone else. This book, and she's talking about this book, the Choose to Think devotional, the subtitle is Find Peace, Joy, Hope health and freedom every day. That's what she's talking about here, that this book is a true blessing. Then she writes another one. And I told her she's going to put this up on Amazon. I told her to put both of them up there, just combine those together. And so her second one says, I've known Victoria Walker for well over 20 years. We homeschooled our children together for much of that time. So we knew each other very well. Once our children were out of our nests, God took us in different directions. I am grateful that he has led us down paths to reconnect with each other in the last few years. The Victoria that I knew years ago suffered from stress and worry. Oh my goodness. The Victoria I know now has been freed from the bondage of those afflictions by the grace of God and by his word. In their places are peace, joy, and the Holy Spirit. More fruit from Victoria's journey is this book, Choose to Think. If you're wanting to change your thinking to align with God's word, Choose to Think is a wonderful tool to help you take every thought captive. So 
that's one reason that I'm thanking you. Of course, I profusely thanked Mariana Rogers about her sweet text that I received, and it made me just light up. I said, your words are so dear to me. You are so dear to me. Your words of encouragement light up my heart, and I'm just glowing. And I put all these stars and the sun and fire and everything else. So she just blessed me so much. And that's what I think about these last couple of years. We are now in our third season of the Choose to Think podcast. There are hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there, yet you come back to this one week after week. And I want to continue to offer you value. I want to continue to inspire you, to encourage you, to let you know that you are not alone in this journey of life. Least of all, you're not alone as a Christian. I know that as a Christian, I was depressed five years ago, and now I can say six years ago, but I know that story. I know how that works. And sometimes we can be our own worst enemies, especially when it comes to depression. Like, "Ah, I'm a Christian. I don't think I should be depressed. I can't be sad. I can't be angry. I can't, I can't, I can't, can't feel anything basically, which is so contrary to the word of God. I love the Psalms, which is why I continue to filter in episodes about the Psalm as I, as I personally love to dig deep into God's word. And look at those Psalms and allow them to melt my heart and encourage my heart because David, King David wrote most of them and he was so emotionally expressive and he just laid it all out there, right? He didn't hold anything back. He was transparent and authentic before God. He was angry sometimes and other, he vented and other times he was so sad and so depressed and distressed and he thought he might not live. And then other times he was so joyful and full of praise and adoration for the Lord who brings him through, brought him through every single step in his journey. So I know what it's like to have been there at a time, a very dark season of my life when my thoughts were really getting the best of me. You hear it all over the place, live your best life. And my encouragement to you would be, hey, live your best thought life, because I would venture to say that in all areas of your life, whether it's health, physical health, right, emotional health, relationships, your love and your family relationships, your spirituality and your faith, and then your wealth or your purpose, that if you really want to live your best life in any of those areas, it's going to start with your thought life. And it is so amazingly incredible and remarkable to me that God's word says to take our thoughts captive and God's word says to be transformed through the renewing of our minds. And when we look at neuroplasticity, it's like science is finally catching up to what God has said all along and what the Bible has said all along there must be a reason that God tells us to take our thoughts captive and to be transformed through the renewing of our minds. If icky, toxic thinking takes us down these rabbit holes and downhill and in a direction that to dark places to where we don't want to go. And then we repeat those and then we get stuck in those. And we, we've got the grooves in our brain to where what's wiring and firing together leads us to no good end. The great news is, the amazing news is that that same process of thinking and rewiring and refiring 
our thoughts and putting them together can actually be to our benefit. We can use that to our benefit as Christians. And that's what my journey has been all about. So I want to personally thank you again for sharing with me in this. We are going back to our traditional one episode a week. I'm, I tell you, I've, I've got my hands in everything and I love podcasting and I love sharing with you. We've got the YouTube channel. So if you're listening on YouTube, would you please click the like button, the little bell notification, ring that so that you can be subscribed to the channel, maybe even make a comment or share a link that all helps our ministry to grow. Same thing for the podcast. If you find an episode that you like and you're like, I'm good with Victoria, then if you could also share that, it would be absolutely amazing. What we've got in store, I'm going to put the book, the Choose to Think devotional, I'm going to put it up on Audible. So I'll be reading that every day. So if that's a preferred method for you, you'll be able to, to use the purchase the book on Audible and just listen to a daily devotional. So that's one big project I have. I also have a digital course that's coming out that a church group is going to be a part of that. And it's called Choose to Think When Your Soul is Hungry. It's about overcoming food fixation and any kind of eating disorders or going to food for comfort. Raise your hand if you've never done that. Okay, nobody's raising their hands, right? Because we've also, we've all gone to food for comfort. And so I wrote this particular, the curriculum for this course a couple of years ago, and it's just now being redone, new videos and everything. So it'll launch the end of January. If you're interested, send me a, a well, you can actually go to the website at choose to think.co, that's .co and the number two, choose to think.co and click on, uh, online courses, or maybe it just says courses there, and you can get information about that course and how to how to get in on that. And it's it can be entirely self-paced, or you can purchase it with with a coaching option because I am a certified Christian life coach. That's one of my passions is to help women like you come unstuck from toxic thinking or believing enemy lies or that those feelings of overwhelm, you know, feeling overwhelmed and, and just in a rut, because when I was depressed, I was definitely in a rut. And I came through Dr. Caroline Leaf's 21 day brain detox, which really helped me. That was kind of the, the launch point for me to figure all of this out with God's help. So those are some of the things that I have coming down the pike. I'm also writing another book, a joint effort that's going on because I found that after I wrote the choose to think devotional, I'm like, what do I do each day? It's like such a, a goal accomplished and then flatline, right? Like, okay, what do I do? Because for months I had been waking up and immersing myself in the writing process and the research and just having fun crafting all of that. So now I'm, I'm looking for a new mission and I think I've found one, but anyway, on the podcast, we'll continue to have great interviews come your way. And I hope that you will still find that you're going to find value there. Matter of fact, I have a one page infographic. If you did purchase the book and really, even if you didn't, and you just want the seven R's for living your best thought life, I have that for you. You can get it. It's a free one page infographic. And it literally gives my signature process of going from this toxic thought, or maybe you agree with the enemy of your soul. And we could come up with a gazillion examples 
examples. Matter of fact, if you go to YouTube and even on some of the podcast episodes, previous ones, you're going to see Clubhouse Masterminds. That's where we really took apart a whole lot of toxic thoughts like I'm all alone. I don't have what it takes. I'm not good enough. I can't think of any of the others, but then we also went through mindsets and I invited other people in Clubhouse and that audio chat app community to come on the show. And so you're going to hear some of their thoughts as we unpack some of those. So you're, you're, you know, welcome to go to those, but the seven R's for living your best thought life, that one page printable, downloadable infographic gives my signature process. It's tangible. It's what you want. It's actually, let me take that back. You don't want a process or a method. I know that. There are, for example, there are a gazillion diets out there, right? You don't want a diet. You want the end result. You don't want this process that I can show you. You really want the end result. I love what Mariana said, because I feel like I could be the poster child for taking thoughts captive, because that's where I live now. I've, I've done the diet, quote, diet for my mind, my brain, and now I know what thoughts to chew on, what thoughts to consume, what thoughts to ruminate on and to focus on. I know the ones that are healthy and the ones that are not healthy. And I become, it's like mock speed. I could get from no way am I going with that thought to over here where there's freedom, there's health, there's joy, and there's a whole lot of peace waiting, waiting for you when you can master this process or this method. So the seven R's literally takes you through those seven steps or the method itself and at least allows you to begin thinking okay this is a new way this is a transformational process and if I do this and if I put this on repeat mode I'm going to find the peace the joy the hope the health and the freedom that I'm after that I so long for in my life because I'm ready to get out of that dark spot so I'll put the link to that also in the show notes or in the YouTube description of this video so that you can get your own copy whether you bought the book or not it was just kind of like a little perk I like if you buy the book you can get this but I don't mind who has it I want you to have it I want you to have health and freedom in your thought life in your life in general now you may think oh Victoria, you never struggle. And that would be a one big, huge, fat, resounding false. Because of course I do. I'm only human. I have to take my thoughts captive every day. I have to examine my mindsets and my attitudes every day. And maybe I slip. I have to fight feeling overwhelmed. And I have to resist that feeling like you wouldn't believe. I have to come against that. And I encourage my heart using that process, I encourage my heart with what God says about my scenario and my situation. And anyway, it's a practice that you can do too. And you can have too. It's not that it's always roses, but let me tell you, there are a whole lot more roses in my life now than there have ever been ever before in my life. And I'm so grateful that, that the Lord, for what the Lord has taught me and he's been with me every step of the way. So I wanted to start this episode. That was a huge introduction. Oh my goodness. This is totally unscripted, by the way. I'm not reading from anything. I'm just sharing from my heart. Thank you for being in this journey with me. Thank you for traveling with me now for two years and 130 some 
podcast episodes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And from there, I have one little thing I want to encourage you with, and that is to find a word for 2022. Have you heard of people doing that? I did a recent Facebook post on that because I was so disgruntled with the word. I think the Lord was pressing on my heart and I'm like, what? Well, okay, let me just tell you what the whole word thing is. So it's almost like you you have a theme for your year. Maybe you can think of a vision board and maybe you're making your goals and you're just exploring your options for this new year that we have. So when you pick a word or when you, you get one little word that you think is going to give you the energy and the, and the motivation and the encouragement that your heart needs now for 2022. You, you, ask, you could pray about it. Ask God, Lord, can you give me a word for this year? What could my word be? And sometimes you can just start thinking of your word and like, ah, I know it. I know my word. Last year, that's kind of what happened to me. My word was courageous. In 2021, I was stepping out. I was, I, I purchased a coaching. No, that was the year before. What was I being courageous about? Whatever, continuing the podcast, writing a book, speaking. I, I had a goal set to speak or present at 10 summits or speaking engagements. And I had a goal to actually um let's see, there was the speaking engagements. And then I had so many particular podcast episodes that I wanted to appear on as a guest. So I kind of separated those one, like as an authority to, to speak at a summit or a challenge or at an in-person event. And then the other one was simply to appear on 10 podcasts. So I actually met those goals, but I knew that I had to be courageous. I knew that I had to start asking people, I, I would love to appear on your show. And do you have a spot for me? And sometimes the invitation just came to me. And I almost always said yes, because I was trying to tick off those, you know, those number of presentations that I was after and the podcast appearances that I was hoping for. So sometimes they, they came easily, but nevertheless, I knew it would take courage. I knew it would take courage to, my son was graduating from college and he would be moving out. And I'm like, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this, you know, nest thing empty now? And like, what does that mean? Although I wrote this, one of my favorite blog posts I've ever written is about my, my nest isn't empty. It's like, it's a symphony. It's, it's so different because these little birds that fly out, they fly back and they fly back a lot. And my doors never, you know, my nest is always open, maybe a tad bit cleaner now, but it's still, it's still messy and wild and a lot of flittering and fluttering and all of that. So I kind of tried to turn the empty nest that thought, because who wants to say I've got an empty nest? Anybody? No, no, thank you. That in and of itself, that's a negatively charged couple of words there. And I don't want to say that. So I'm like, my, my nest is a symphony. That's what I like to call it. Anyway, I knew that I would need courage and that's what I was, that's what I was really after. And so I, I've been praying about my word for this year, and you can go through a list of words. You can you can look at your the areas of your life, your health, your wealth and purpose, your faith and spirituality, your love and relationships. You can look at those four areas or buckets, and you can think, 
what is a word that I need to do in all of those, for example, you can come up with something like that and pray about it. You can, you can Google a list of top 20 energetic words. You know, I don't know how you want to come up with your particular word. All I know is it's fun to do that. And I created a vision board the last couple of years. And on my vision board, I would put my, my word for that year. So I was a little bit just like incredulous that my word for 2022 was the word it was. And I started praying about it a few days ago. And I'm like, and that word came to mind as I was asking God. And I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, right. Not that word. I don't think so. Like, wouldn't that be funny, Lord? I tried to make it like funny and like, no way. No, thank you. I'm on a different word. That kind of thought. So I left it and then I came back and I prayed again just um, a couple of days ago and, or not long after that. And, and I was trying to avoid that word, of course, because I still knew that word. And I'm like, ah, no, 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 thank you. And lo and behold, if I'm like, really, Lord, and my shoulders slump like they are now, because you can see this video, me recording in my little studio, my office on YouTube, if you'll come on over there. But do you know what the word is? Some of you already know because I said it on a Facebook post, but the word was patience. Sometimes the word that you have for the year may be a word that is energetic and full of life and full of hope. Hope might be your word. Glory might be your word. Joy might be your word. There are a gazillion love might be your word. I what your word's going to be, but it could be one of those amazing, flowered, colorful, energetic, momentum giving words, or your word could be one that will build your character. Now, both will probably build your character in some way, but for me, I'll go down on record saying, yes, I could use more patience. I was so delighted to discover that the word patience is not used in the Old Testament. There are words similar to that, like patiently, uh, that you might find, but the word itself, patience, doesn't appear. It appears in three separate Greek words in the New Testament, and some of the synonyms are long-suffering. Again, I'm like, Lord, what do you have in store for me this year to be long-suffering? That's a lot. That's kind of scary to me. So again, I was like, mm. but this is the direction I'm going to I'm going to head with this, I believe, and I may be long suffering and at some point in the year and don't even know what lies ahead, but I'll just going to trust God through it. And that's the part of patience that I love when I got into some of the, the actual otherwise dictionary or academic definitions of the word itself, as it's used in Greek and some of the synonyms, they are relentlessly looking to God. Okay, yes, I, that to me is where there's power and there's hope and there's expectancy. And I'm like, okay, I'm getting this now, Lord. What I thought was total character refinement, like, okay, I'm talking to someone on the phone and I need to be patient or I'm standing in line and I'm just like, oh, about to jump out of my skin. I need to be patient or I'm talking with someone and what's about to jump out of my mouth 
would be such a rude remark. So yeah, I need patience. Or I'm irritated or my feathers are ruffled. Yes, that's when I need patience. That's the way I thought of it at first. But then when I dug a little bit deeper into the meaning, I can see that it also means to rest in the Lord and to trust him and to back up against who he is and what he says and to expectantly wait for him to move. So it's not necessarily my being patient in situation, life situations. It can be that, but the meaning was so much deeper to me as I studied it. And it was like, okay, I'm going to wait patiently for the Lord. I'm going to endure. I'm going to be steadfast in my mission because honestly, doing a podcast isn't what I would call easy. Writing isn't easy necessarily. Writing a book, it has not been easy. Starting a business, I have a coaching business and I would love to sit with you and go through a thought, a free a complimentary 60 minute thought strategy session. I offer three of those a month. I would be so happy to sit with you and see if you and I together can identify any areas of where you're stuck or you have toxic thinking. And I can put upon that, you know, we're very future focused here, but I can offer to you some replacement thoughts or what I call truth leads that might lead you in a right in the right direction. It's not easy to write a digital course. And I'm not saying, oh, look at me, look at me. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying that that it's it's, you know, it's like anything that's worthwhile, right? It's a lot of work. It's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. It's a lot of prayer. It's a lot of of um, you know, trying to network and get connections and to what is an LLC? I mean, all of that from the business side and and and, you know, I have a trademark, by the way, for Choose to Think. I actually own a trademark. I was, I've never, I don't know if I've told you that, but it happened last year. And I was so excited that I own a trade trademark. I feel like it's a, a patent or something. It's like, it's mine and not, I know it's mine and God don't, I know that, but I'm just saying that it, it felt so good to have a trademark. I feel like I invented something almost, or that that little creative slant is now like, I'm official with the U.S. government. And anyway, I, I don't know. It's I, I just like to tell my kids, oh, I have a trademark now. And then <laughs> they're like, OK, mom, cool. Good for you. But anyway, so it's it's been I needed a lot of courage last year. And 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 now I think I'm moving into an area where I need to just keep plugging along. I need to persist. I need to rest in God and what he says. I need to so look to him constantly in everything that I do, every decision I make, every engagement that I have, every podcast episode. I mean, I've been doing that, but now I need more than ever, I need to wait and see what he will do with all of this. And I need to trust him in the, in the meantime. So now I kind of love my patience word because it means I'm relying on God. And it means that I am, if I'm long suffering, he's at the helm, right? I may be long suffering, but he's in the driver's seat here. He's the pilot. I'm the co-pilot right here. And 
if I'm long-suffering, look what he did. That is his characteristic. That is his character and the essence of who he is, who Jesus Christ is for us. He died for us to prove it. He waits for us, even in our waywardness, even in our sin, even when we walk away. He's patiently waiting for us to turn, to come back. So what a great word. The more I talk about it, the more I like it. Even though it seemed to be ironic to me because I've confessed more than once that I need to demonstrate patience. Patience is an aspect of the fruit of the spirit, right? And God is called the God of patience. I love that because every good gift we have comes from him. Every way that he wants us to be changed into the, the likeness and the image of Christ as we've been created, our own working out our salvation and that whole transformation process that we talk about, I want to choose to think and make sure my thoughts line up with the very character and nature of God. So why would I be so upset that my word was patience? What a gift. What a great word. So anyway, that's what I have for today. And again, thank you. God bless you. Next week, we're going to the Psalm studies. New episodes are, are dropping every Thursday. Reach out. Why don't you email me? at choose to think at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. You could even get on my newsletter. I try to post a newsletter just a couple times a month. I don't bombard you with it, but I kind of give you a just keeping up and saying, hey, this is what's on the podcast or here are the YouTubes that just to give you some links so that you could kind of stay connected. And if there's anything that I can do for you, anything, if you know somebody who would be a great guest for the show, who has a great story, let me know. Email me at choose to think at gmail.com or put a comment somewhere or call me up, whatever. I'm always looking for amazing and encouraging guests to be on the show as well. So I'm hoping to continue this journey. I'm hoping to be steadfast in my approach as I attempt to serve you and share the good news and the gospel. And I'm hoping to learn what it means to be patient in a whole new way and to rest in the provision that God will give me. So God bless you. And until next time, Dios primero y que Dios te bendiga. Ciao. It's a wrap, Brain Changer. And until next time, Dios primero y que Dios te bendiga. Ciao.